Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudoua, founder of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, or as many like to say, IEW. Today, we are excited to present to you part two of the recording of when IEW celebrated its 25th birthday and where Andrew remembers the past and looks forward to the future. Enjoy! So in 2011, uh, more Californians followed. The Walkers relocated. Maria, our editor, her husband Vic, passed away unexpectedly. He was running the print shop at the time. It was a, a great loss and is still felt. Tim Lawless stood up and said, do you need someone to take that spot? And again, I, I would never have imagined Tim to be the extraordinarily competent, dedicated, meticulous asset that he has become to us. And he's now director of all operations and the print shop is much larger. <laughs> and he does a whole lot of other stuff as well. Um, we had the exhibitor retreat here uh, in Oklahoma and it was right around that time that Lee Bintz, who has a little business called The Home Scholar, uh, she endorsed our uh, products, our, our method uh, from use for our own children. And uh, she does a lot of coaching of people to work through transcripts and requirements and how to do what you want but call it what you need to kind of thing. She would have liked to be here, but she also recorded a short message for us. So here's Lee Bin. Hi, I'm Lee Benz, the Home Scholar, and I wanted to wish IEW a huge happy 25th birthday. I'm so excited for your birthday party. I wish I could be there. Um, you know what? Three years after IEW started, I actually started homeschooling my own children. A um, couple of years later, I met Julie Walker at a convention. She and I started working on projects together. Pretty sure we were 15 years old at that time because we are so young, right? We are ageless. Um, so I started helping parents homeschool high school in 2006. And starting that time, Julie Walker and Andrew Poudois and I have worked on various projects together. And I wanted to share with you today some really shocking things about Andrew Poudois. It's going to take your breath away. I hope you're ready. First of all, the man is incredibly tall. Even when I make videos like this, I'm standing on a, a four or six inch riser because I'm so incredibly short. And when he and I stand side by side, I feel like a midget. The man is huge. Um, also, he always wears a suit everywhere I see him. I'm pretty sure I've heard reports that he wears the suit into the pool uh, in, at the hotels when he's at convention. You can you're check me on that, but I've, I'm sure that that's what I've heard. Also, he is hilarious in person, not just when he is speaking or when he's online, but you know, when my husband and I have had dinner with him, he's, he really is hilarious like that all the time. Um, I've never actually heard him laugh at or about a homeschool parent or a homeschool child, right? Which is pretty remarkable given some of the questions that you and I have asked him over the years, right? Um, also, he is genuine and kind all the time. And I would just like you to think for a moment, who does that, right? <laughs> Andrew does. 
Um, he once said something to me that was so incredibly nice that I've put it on all 40 books that I have available on Amazon. He's not taken it back, so I'm assuming he still means it, and it's still on all of my books. So thank you for that, Andrew. Um, one last thing is that when I'm at a convention, if I hear the crowd roaring, and they think something is hilarious. I'm always sure that it is Andrew Poudois because he is really that funny. Uh, so knowing IEW for almost 25 years, I just wanted to say happy birthday and congratulations. I wish I could be there and I just wanna wish IEW and Andrew Poudois the best wishes ever. Have a great day. Well, I have two complaints, Lee. If you're watching, number one, the coolest grandma ever <laughs> is my wife. <laughs> but uh, you can keep that if you change it like the coolest grandma ever in Washington State. Um, the second thing is it sounded a little bit like a marketing ploy, like any one of my 40 books. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to go buy a book and find out what it was I said. But. Well, we kept growing. We had to build on to the existing building. I thought 6,000 square feet would last forever. Uh, but in a relatively short time, we had to build another 4,000 square feet. And here you see an example of the type of large printer uh, with Tim and Jeremiah, who's not here tonight, but still works for us. And uh, customer service room got filled up with cubicles and smiling, happy girls. Uh, kept getting awards, and I met, I had known her for many years, but I finally kind of got to know her more when we invited her to be our guest speaker at the exhibitor retreat, which was in Williamsburg, Virginia that year. So Heidi St. John came, and uh, she is just a lovely, lovely lady. Um, who's with her here? Yes, Melissa, you work with Heidi and she would have liked to be here. She did perhaps give us one of the best little bits of advice and, and she sat us down and said, you need affiliate program. Bloggers like me can make money by selling your stuff and we would be happy to do it if you give us a little bit to help you sell. So it took us a couple years to get it up and rolling. There are technicalities involved. Cameron was up for it. Uh, but uh, we do now have an affiliate program. I think we're up to about 60. I didn't check the checkbook too closely this time, but uh, we, uh, we definitely are growing in this area. So uh, I thank Heidi St. John for kind of pushing, it in, pushing us in that direction. I had the great um, privilege of going to Vancouver, teaching at her facility. It's uh, Vancouver, Washington, and um, having dinner at her home and, and getting to know her even better. So she sent a little video message for us. Hey you guys, it's Heidi St. John coming to you from my little neck of the woods in Battleground, Washington. I couldn't make it this weekend, so I tried to make this video as special as I could and I've built a fire for you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, a couple of things I wanna say. First of all, congratulations to IW on 25 years. I love your heart, Andrew Pudua, and always have. I thought it'd be fun to share one of my favorite memories of you. There are so many of them, but uh, my favorites have to be the first several years that I was out on the speaking circuit, and here's Andrew Pudua, like, you know, he is just like this superstar in homeschooling and sort of this um, 
uh, mystery man. <laughs> Your sense of humor kind of dried. Everybody's trying to get to know you and I'm trying to get to know you. And I was just starting out speaking probably 15 years ago or so. And Andrew's, you know, the keynote speaker and I was the follower, I was the chaser. So there's the keynote speaker and then there's the chaser. So Andrew get like 1500 people in a room and then I'd follow him and you know, 1500 people would leave and then 10 people would trickle back in and I'd have 10 people. And I'm trying to chase Andrew out of the room, you know, cause I want to say, hi, my name's Heidi and I so appreciate you. And gosh, you're a legend in homeschooling. And he was always so gracious, you know, just kind of looking at me like, who is this crazy lady who's talking about romance? And then it got to be that Andrew started saying, hey, I don't like it when Heidi St. John is doing her romance workshop. And I'm talking about English because the women want to go hear about romance, right? Yeah, you right, Andrew. <laughs> so we start having this sort of friendly little uh, friendly little civil war about who's speaking about what and who's speaking opposite who. And over the years, I've had a chance to spend quite a bit of time with Andrew uh, out on the road and seeing each other in passing. And uh, I just have to say, Andrew, you are the real deal. Thoughtful and kind. Uh, my kids really love you and you've been so kind to our family over the years. And I just want to say what a thrill it has been for me to see your your uh, business and IEW grow along with the influence and the ministry that God has given you. So even though I'm not there, uh, I hope that you guys can feel the love all the way from Washington State that we have for you at IEW. So excited about what God's doing there and can't wait to see what's next. Again, I'm sorry that I'm not there. I know my assistant Melissa is there this weekend and it's her job to come and give every single one of you a hug on the neck for me. And we are just so thankful for you. Thankful for your team, uh, for Julie and Laura and all of the fantastic people that work for you. And Andrew, I just want to send you a virtual hug and I cannot wait to see you again. And I hope you guys have a fantastic time celebrating what God has done at IEW. There isn't anybody I can think of who deserves it more. Have a great time, everybody. So podcasting started to become a thing. And in 2014, this woman, Sarah McKenzie, called me up out of the blue and said, would you be a guest on my podcast? And I said, sure, I'll do anybody's podcast if it gets me publicity. <laughs> so she said, oh, I better figure out how to do a podcast. <laughs> and she's big now. She is very, very big. And um, one of the things that I had always hoped, you know, I've done this talk, Nurturing Competent Communicators, hundreds of times. And every time I do it, I just wish that someone would go and teach that to all of the not homeschooling parents who desperately need to know. If you want to save America, read out loud to your children. That's one hope. If you want to save public schools, read out loud to your children. That's a hope. If you want to have, I, I just, I had this passion and I didn't, how do I break out of my bubble? And so the fact that Sarah was able to do that has just been tremendously gratifying because she now has an audience way bigger than just the homeschool world. And that is uh, excellent. One of the, a uh, couple of the other things that happened during that time period was uh, Julie and I were acutely aware that the old TWSS was dated in many ways. Uh, we needed to be able to stream it live because the death of the disc is right around the corner. So we rented a big studio in uh, Dallas area and uh, spent four days down there re-recording this. And after we were done, I thought that is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I was just 
completely spent. But the product came out pretty well, and uh, there were a lot of people involved. Jill was heavily involved in putting the revised seminar workbook together. And so it really was a, a team effort like nothing we'd done before. We established the instructor accreditation program to try and protect the integrity of people who were teaching uh, you know, under the IEW name, so to speak. Um, we were very blessed that Michael Walker was willing to leave his job at Walmart <laughs> to come and make video and audio. And, and he was our first tech guy, wizard. And uh, he's, of course, another case of becoming just absolutely invaluable uh, providentially. And uh, one of his first tasks was to get going on the podcasting thing. So Julie and I have done how many episodes? Almost 200. Almost 200. That's one a week. So four years, 200 episodes. We took a break uh, over the last year. You'll learn why. Uh, but we're going to pick it up again. And then we established our 911 team, Julie mentioned earlier. So I was actually in Spokane two weeks ago. I had dinner with Sarah and her husband. She said she really wanted to be here, but she sent a video. Happy. Hold on. You've got to know, <laughs> this woman has six children, right? She looks like she's 24 years old. I don't know, eternal youth or something. Anyway, her husband was a criminal investigator for the IRS, a gun-carrying criminal investigator, <laughs> a forensic accountant. It was a great conversation. Catch me sometime. I'll tell you some of the stuff I learned. All right, here's Happy Sarah. birthday, IEW. Sarah McKenzie here. I wish I could be there to celebrate with you. Um, you know, IEW has meant a lot to me and to the Read Aloud Revival. In fact, the fact that the Read Aloud Revival exists at all is in large part due to Andrew Pudua and IEW. I'll tell you what, many years ago, a friend of mine heard Andrew speak at a conference and she told me, Sarah, you have got to hear his talk nurturing competent communicators. So she sent me a recording of it and I listened to it twice in a row while cleaning my kitchen. <laughs> I remember thinking, you know, I was reading aloud to my kids, but if you've ever heard Andrew Pudua talk, and I know you have, <laughs> you know that at the end you're like, sign me up, I'll do whatever you, you're telling me to do. So in fact, after listening to nurturing competent communicators, I started reading aloud a ton to my kids and all the things that Andrew promised would happen happened. You know, their vocabulary increased, their reading comprehension increased, their enjoyment of stories increased. They started, you know, being able to understand what they were reading better. And also some surprising things happened. Like they started to bond more closely. We started having inside family jokes. It ended up just being our favorite part of the day. Well, fast forward several years and I got a sort of impulsive idea to start a podcast, which I thought was just going to be a series of podcast episodes about reading aloud. And the first person I wanted to talk to was Andrew Pudua because Andrew had inspired such a read aloud culture in our own home. And that is the beginning of the Read Aloud Revival podcast. Um, so I am so eternally grateful for all the wonderful people at IEW and for Andrew for being a wonderful light to the world. I wish I could be there with you all. Happy birthday. So we kept growing and needed more space. We wanted to have a place that we could have more offices and also create a nice video studio. 
And so through, again, absolute providence, coincidence, and good bankers, <laughs> we were able to buy this building. And so Hakey Park Baptist Church became the IW Bixby campus. Uh, we also received some excellent additional out of the blue people. Nathan King calls up and says, someone thinks I should work for you. <laughs> All right, drive down and talk to us. Man, we got, it. we got him, we got his wife along with it. It was a very good deal. Uh, Sean, Sean Schmidgall is notable because he was the first of the Schmidgalls. We got him, and then we got a brother of him, and then we got another brother of him, and he's got a sister, and I got her eye on the, uh, my eye on her. So either we get his sister, or maybe one of the unmarried Schmidgalls gets married, and I get a fourth Schmidgall somehow. But it just seems like we need four of them. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, now I believe, Pam Barnhill, you had a friendship with Sarah McKenzie. Yes. And you're the one that said, oh, you got to hear this talk. Well, we got in touch with, with you, and you have a lot of different things going on. Uh, what's your main website? Okay, so pambarnhill.com. But there's a lot of things going on at pambarnhill.com. One of those is the morning basket, and I remember doing that one with you. Yes. I don't remember when, because there was no checks involved. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't remember the exact year either, because in my side of the story, I didn't enter this in 2016. Andrew actually entered my life back in about 2011 when my 14-year-old was six, and I hope I'm doing the math right there, I went to the homeschool convention and I saw him speak for the very first time. And uh, the very first talk I saw you do was uh, teaching boys and other kids who would rather build forts all day. And it was awesome. It was just absolutely awesome. But it was nurturing competent communicators. And I can't remember if that was that year or a couple of years later that absolutely blew me away. It was like, this this is just something that homeschool moms need to hear. There's so much value here. And so I went home and I told my friend about it. <laughs> and she listened to it a couple of times and we started talking about it. And it really made such a huge impact. It was probably outside of morning time, the thing that made the biggest impact on my homeschool was this idea of building these sophisticated language patterns with your, with your kids by reading aloud and also by memorizing large bodies of work, mostly poems. And so um, now at any given morning in our house, I'm sitting there and Andrew's voice comes from the computer and uh, we're learning poems and we're doing spelling. And uh, I have a little Andrew with my coffee each day as the kids go through, <laughs> go through their lessons. But I just wanna say thank you so much because one of the things I think IEW does really, really well, and I'm so happy that you do, is you equip and inspire homeschool moms that they can teach writing. I had the old blue version of TWSS, and uh, actually, I still have that version. <laughs> Could be an um, antique someday. And used it to teach the kids at my co-op with the history-based writing programs. And uh, homeschool moms don't like to teach writing. I know that because they keep forcing me to do it year <laughs> after year at co-op. 
And one of the things that I really appreciate is having that structure there to use to help me do that. But you're just encouraging and equipping them to do it, and you're giving them the confidence that they need. And that's huge. It really, really is. So keep on doing what you're doing, and thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. Uh, I also had the privilege, I don't remember when, of meeting uh, Christy Clover, and she was like so fun to stand near. She says, what are those people that like exudes this vibrant joy? Like, what is wrong with this woman? She's <laughs> pathologically joyful. And uh, we were having our retreat, it was the one here in Tulsa, and we like to bring in a speaker, because our reps who do conventions often never go to hear talks. So we try to bring in someone. And so, uh, was that two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, Christy was kind enough to come and speak to our group. And I guess we liked you a lot. <laughs> and uh, you have the Joyful, the Simply Joyful podcast, um, which I have been on, your podcast. Uh, and it was joyful. <laughs> just it was and actually I'll tell you her cup is my favorite cup because I have one cup that says ambition sometimes the journey of a thousand miles ends very badly <laughs> and it basically has a salmon about to get chomped on by a grizzly bear that's one cup I have but I have to balance my life with Christie's cup simply joyful Christy would you like to say a few words well, you're leaving out the part about how we first truly met. And that was, uh, he, Andrew was speaking to someone at, at an exhibit hall where we were both speaking. And he's talking to someone and he's actually describing Sarah McKenzie, who I didn't know at that point. And it was so funny. He's like, she's got like five kids and she's really outgoing. And she, he's going on and on and on. And so I just kind of jokingly said, oh, are you talking about me? And he's like, no, but who are you? <laughs> so that's where we first officially met. And of course, I think Lee, you had said it, like I had the whole fangirl thing. I'm like, is Andrew Poudois actually talking about me? And you weren't, but that's okay. So but it brought us together. It did. It's Providence. It, brought us together. Providence. it was. Yeah. It was wonderful. But when I first started homeschooling, I mean, I, I am a writer. I love writing, but I remember being terrified to try to figure out how I just do it. I don't know what I do, I just do it. So to have a curriculum like you guys have created here is just so valuable. So when we first started homeschooling, everyone told me IEW, just get IEW. And I went to my first homeschool convention, they're like, Andrew Boudoir is there, you go. If he is speaking, you just go to his sessions. And the last time we spoke together, and I can't remember if I told the story to you or not, and this mom, and, well, this, this husband and wife, and they were arguing in the middle of the, ex like, the exhibit hall and she's like, I, can I stop you for a second? I was like, sure, of course. And she's like, okay, so the next time slot, Andrew Poudois is speaking. You're going to his talk right now, aren't you? Because if Andrew Poudois is speaking, you go to his talk. And I was like, that's true. I'm actually speaking right now, too. So <laughs> I won't be there, but I wish I could be there. <laughs> I'm like, but go. And she's like, do you want us to go to yours? I'm like, no, 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 you need to go here, Andrew. <laughs> But no, it has been such a joy and such a gift getting to know you and your whole IEW team. I and mean, you are all just a treasure to me. And it has been neat to see the 
I almost want to say underbelly of IAW, but to get to kind of know the behind the scenes of everything that happens here is such a gift, and it's such an honor to have gotten to come out and meet your team. Again, feel a little bit like family. You are. Thank you. Yeah. But thank you thank so much, you. and happy so 25th birthday. You know, you can feel young again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I figure, you know, we're making such a big deal out of this. <clears throat> that when my 60th birthday actually happens, it's just gonna fly under the radar. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. One of the things we <coughs> had always had, I have always had a personal relationship with is the NCFCA, the National Christian Forensics and Communication Association. Um, several of my children did speech and debate, both in California and then the two youngest when we moved here to Oklahoma. And one of my good friends uh, in the speech and debate world, Kim Cromer, uh, took over kind of mid-project. We started with uh, Teresa Hudson, this idea of co-publishing a debate curriculum because they didn't want to be a publisher, but they wanted to have their own curriculum published. And so we did uh, put together the, the policy debate, the Lincoln-Douglas debate, and the speech. So we have the three products in completion. It's been a huge, huge help to them. Kim is always telling me, wow, this is making our life so much better, and the checks are good too. Uh, so um, Kim's has a short message as well. Hi, Andrew, Julie, and the rest of our AEW friends. It's Kim Cromer from NCFCA here. I wanted to take a moment and say congratulations on your 25th birthday. You all are great friends and business partners and we are honored to work alongside you. Thank you for all that you do to educate the next generation. May the Lord bless you and the next 25 years. Happy birthday, IEW. See, she knows public speaking. Sure. <laughs> so the other thing that happened in September 2017 was a top secret project began in this room and uh, it started but it was secret so we couldn't tell anybody about it because if we told anybody about it it could undermine the whole deal because if people think oh there's a new product coming they stop buying the ones you have <laughs> which then causes you to not make your bank loans payments on time and you go bankrupt so we tried to keep this secret Meanwhile, we're running around, adding more people to the video staff. Mark Lennon, my nephew, Justin Holmes, dropped out of the sky. Laura attached to him. Two more Schmidgalls, my daughter, Ellie. And uh, we also had the opportunity to begin a partnership with Susan Eisen, who's here tonight. Susan, there she is. Susan has for many, many years had this program called Victus Study Skills. And uh, I got a hold of it. I think I met you at a, in Alaska, wasn't it? Uh, Memphis. Memphis. I, well, I met you at a conference in Alaska. And okay, I'm glad at least. <clears throat> and uh, so I bought this thing and uh, I taught through uh, one uh, book of her system to some young uh, teenagers. And uh, I thought, wow, this works. This, this has structure. And this has a bit of style. It fits. Susan was at that point saying, we're getting older. We need a long-term plan. I want to keep this thing going. It's been my baby for a while, but I don't know what. So we started by just taking one year 
of the several years she has available and uh, getting it acceptable for larger, uh, broader, more commercial distribution. And so we expect to continue on that pathway as we are able. We also added to our schools division staff. And as of this moment, I counted just recently, um, I didn't, Cameron did. <coughs> uh, we have sent materials or sold something to people in 74 different countries from Afghanistan all the way to Zambia. And that just made me amazed, really, at what the synthesis of everything we've done and the impact it's had. But I want to finish this part of the evening by sharing with you something that had just particularly strong impact on me. I have for years been interested in prison ministry. I have not been able to get involved, but what I really thought was IEW would work in prison, in education. I even went about 10 years ago to the National Correctional Education Association Convention in uh, Northern Virginia, and I stayed there for four days trying to learn about the world of, of education in prisons and discovered it's a very, very bleak circumstance. I mean, it is very, very bleak. But um, this couple, Jay and Maureen Richards, they've known me for quite a long time. Uh, Maureen has taught uh, rhetoric and IEW in classical schools for some time in, in Michigan, but she and Jay were called to prison ministry. And so they were able to establish at the Muskegon Correctional Facility a program uh, teaching literature, wor Christian worldview literature, and IEW writing. And uh, Linda, you visited the prison twice last year and just recently. And I had a chance to go uh, in, in last May. And I will tell you, it was one of the most profound moments of my life because I was able to meet with a small group of these men. And each of them kind of shared a little bit about you know, their experience in learning from the Richards, uh, both the literature, but the writing seemed to have a tremendous impact. In fact, one young man said that before he took their class, and he said he tried to get out of the class. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. And they kept saying, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And he did. And he made it through. And he told me, he said, it was the first time in my life I could write a letter to anyone. And I wrote a letter to uh, my fiance, and, and it touched her so deeply. And she's, she's agreed to stay with me and wait for me to, when I get out. And she even moved closer to be near the prison so she could visit. When I left, they gave me this card, hand-painted. They had to get special permission to give me this card because it's not within the rules for prisoners to give anything to visitors at all. And in the card, uh, each of the men wrote a message. And I thought I would just read a couple. This man, Hassan Mohammed, is in prison for life, a murder. He killed someone. He, he was raised in a radical Islamic home. And, and he's just one of the most amazing, sweet people. He found the Lord in the prison uh, through uh, prison, prison fellowship. Yeah. And uh, he wrote this. Sir, may grace and peace be upon you and your family. Thank you. You, the IEW program, and the IEW disciples have impacted my life 
and my sphere of influence beyond comprehension. The IEW magic reverberates endlessly, so thank you. IEW servant, Hassan A. Mohammed. Another man, he, he wrote this. He also shared this story with me. Mr. Pudua, the structure and style I have been equipped with by IEW by way of Jay and Maureen Richards has not only been a blessing to me, but to my wife and son as well. My son will be graduating high school in a couple of weeks due in large part to the writing skills I have learned and been able to pass on to him by way of email assistance and phone calls. So my family and I forever owe the Richards and IEW a debt of gratitude. And he said to me that he's so proud of his son because his son was starting to fail high school and because he was able to help just coach him how to take notes and how to write a little bit, it changed his whole trajectory. He said he's very excited about when he will get out of prison in seven years or so, teaching his grandchildren the IEW method. And there are more. I have to say I pretty much left that experience very, very impacted and so grateful for the Richards and their their perseverance in doing this year after year. We actually now have some of these men have become certified, right, through our accreditation system, instructors, and they are now teaching other inmates this program. And uh, I wish we could have more and more people like the Richards. So if you have any, feel any calling to perhaps get into prison ministry or teaching it's very possible. Every prison is different. It's not as possible everywhere as it is some places. But if it's something you would be called to, I could only hope and encourage you so much. So the top secret project continued for two years and hints were leaked. We have worked long and hard on this project, haven't we, Andrew? And a lot of us have worked a long and hard us. on yes. this project, yes. And so, would you like to see what it is? I would like to see <laughs> it. I have a present for you, complete with a bow. It's heavy. Yes. So, <laughs> so, for all of you watching at home, for all of you here today, yes, I am Julie Walker. I am the Chief Marketing Officer for IEW. Tim is our Chief Operations Officer. And actually, Tim and I gave each other those titles because Andrew will not take <laughs> chief executive officer. He just wants to be director. But he said, you can be whatever you want. So we decided we should be, you know, that. And so we are. And so um, we've been working very hard on this project. And Andrew, why don't you open it up and right. show us what's inside okay, and then tell so us a little about the project. First is this. Yes, we call that the WITB flyer <laughs> do we not have enough of these letter combinations of course not. all right what does it stand for what's in the box <laughs> right Duh. what's in the box so what's in the box what's in the box well you have to hold oh. it up and show. okay well that okay the first thing is another little card so let me just this little card right here is called the forever streaming card and one of the challenges that we had with the student writing intensive and the student intensive continuation course, there were basically two challenges. One was, as Andrew mentioned, those recordings, those video courses 
war for a very specific purpose in a very short amount of time that Jill Pike expanded for us, four days or nine weeks, right? And we sold tens of thousands of these, but they weren't comprehensive and they couldn't stream. Those videos were just too fat to get through the internet. And so this solves that problem, that little card right here. That and really expensive cameras that we have. <laughs> so this is a forever, forever streaming card. So people card. buy this product, they will have access to the streaming video forever. For, for as long for as, as, long as they, they want it. And this is a, a product that they would stream from our website. So you're not downloading it, you're just streaming it. We also um, did closed captioning. And just in case there are still a few of you out there, we are selling DVDs with this product as well. So DVDs or forever streaming. So, so that's that. Sorry. All right. This, this is the? This is the teacher's manual. And it, uh, expanded significantly. Now you have your talk, The Four Deadly Errors. And what is the deadly error that is most prevalent? I don't know. To see what one you of the four. One of the four. You get to <laughs> Un unclear assignments. <laughs> unclear assignments. This teacher's manual so and your video solves oh, that. Okay. That's not it. Oh, over expectation. Well, this teacher's manual and your video course also solves that. Oh, all right. Withholding help. That's the one. Uh. So we want to be sure that every teacher is equipped. So we're helping teachers help their children be successful in writing. So that's so the that's teacher's manual. that big, thick. And it has all the student pages in it. Yep. Right? So it's like the teacher book for the history-based. Right. Theme-based. Yep, exactly. Okay. All right. And? And the student binder with, of Jack. course, our favorite Jack. kid. <laughs> Maybe not our favorite, but certainly the most photogenic kid in this class, Jack. And inside the binder, is all the student handouts and so teachers or teaching parents as you hand out the class papers they can reach in the student packet and they can pass out the, the student pages as well so just like on the video super easy to follow easy to use and we also have added you'll see that there's several boxes here what you have is the thin box I want a thick one okay you want this is like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You ready? Do you want the little one, the one that's just right, the middle-sized one? The middle-sized one, we call this the plus one because it has plus grammar in there. So that's the fix-it fix it grammar. Yep, one, one year fix-it with the teacher book and the student book already printed for you. And here is the big one. I'm going to let you hold that. And what's inside there? This is our premier box, and inside there, oh, there's the DVDs. There's the DVDs in case you want to Just see. tell They're them real. what's in here. The teacher training course oh, yeah. as well. So, so it includes the teaching writing instruction stuff. Correct. Okay. Now, what about people who've already bought the student intensive or the continuation course? They're going to feel out of luck. Like, they bought that, and now there's the Ferrari. <laughs> So if any of our families are thinking that, they don't know you very well. They don't know how generous you are. So we do have an upgrade program. So anybody who is interested in upgrading their student writing intensive or the continuation course, IEW.com slash upgrade gives you how to upgrade. But don't do it too soon. Finish the course that you're on 
because the truth is we barely <laughs> got year one level A done. And we're working on level B by level C. We will have two years done of all A, B, and C in time for the next academic year. So we've got some so time there. So I'm, I've been trying to estimate <clears throat> one hour of video when you shoot it requires how many hours of post-production between editing and <laughs> vetting and all the video guys and the captioning. I, I'm guessing it's got to be like 12 to 15 to 1. So if you count all of our curriculum team right. as well, so uh -huh. they help to put the curriculum together under Denise Kelly's leadership, um, wow, 12 to 15 to 1 is probably right. Is that about yeah. it? So yeah. the math is frightening because when we started, the plan was to record three one-and-a-half to two-hour classes every Tuesday for 24 weeks for two years, which equals 144 one-and-a-half to two-hour classes. And 144 minimally jokes that Andrew tells That's right. before every I class. That's right. I a different <laughs> joke, at least one joke at the start of every single one of these. So I, I might, I need to talk to you about that joke, but um, I think what I might do is extract all the jokes, put them in a book, and then get that on Amazon. Poudoua joke book. That, that could outstrip <laughs> everything in sales. But you know, we knew that we had to com create completely original source text. Everything, you know, copyright free, um, very well researched, all the way down to the point where someone was checking my pronunciation as I read every source text. <laughs> we had to have a live audience because that's part of the power of the products is that live audience and we had to have a place to do it. So there was a lot of, of challenge here. We needed uh, 12 kids plus three extras. So 15 kids times three. So I had to recruit 45 kids and their moms who were willing to do whatever we would say. And they came in and there's like cameras everywhere. <laughs> And, you know, they're little kids, they're a little bit nervous and shy, but pretty quickly they figured it out. They're half student, half actor, because we had to do some serious retakes. We even had to completely redo a class a couple times. And what I'm really looking for, maybe we could put this with the joke book, okay. the outtakes. Yes. We are working on a blooper reel. Blooper reel. <laughs> Andrew Parawadding isn't going to be in there. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, you know, we tried to put as much as you could in a real class with door tests and kids standing at the board and talking from the, the keyword outlines and everything. And uh, one of the things that I have always suggested for teachers to do is a before and after. So give your kids a prompt at the beginning of the year, throw it in a file, don't even look at it, and then teach through the nine units, structure and style, you know. And at the end of the year, give them the same prompt, no help, pull the ones out of the box and compare. And so we did that. Uh, and it was quite, uh, quite remarkable, mm -hmm. some, some of the changes. Mm -hmm. And of course, I got to know these kids very well. Mm -hmm. And they got to know me mm -hmm. pretty well. Mm -hmm. So do we want to show them? Yeah, I think, I think you mentioned this. I think the thing that we were both surprised about was the results. Yes. We started off the beginning of the year with kids who could certainly couldn't write. Barely they, a sentence. But could hardly even read in some cases. Yeah. And yet they they loved it. They loved you. 
and so and their parents of course so appreciated you yeah. being the writing teacher so yeah we do have a video because we need to sell a lot of these <laughs> things because there is a lot of investment here um, we had uh, a wonderful video company shade tree productions come and uh, produce a little promo for us here this is a world premiere no one's ever seen this before except for maybe me this is the best thing that we've ever done it is the most comprehensive it is the most certain to transform even the most reluctant writer and to supercharge the most talented writer I was completely lost and I had no idea where to start it was like do it just write you know pull out the paper put the pen down and, and do and it, I couldn't explain it any better than that. Do you start teaching them how to write a paragraph? Do you start teaching them how to write back a letter to grandma? Or? For me, what's really important, because English is not my first language, so I wanted my kids to have the best education. Any writing I had ever done was just based off my own understanding. Why do I have to do it? I hate it, and I never want to do this again. I was really not very good at writing for before, but now I can really write pretty well. I never felt like I was good at writing. When I went to college, I, every class I had, there was a paper to write, and it was overwhelming for me because I was not prepared for that. We have multiple children, and so that compounds the, the difficulty. I didn't have the tools to coach him to become a better writer and to stop the arguing. So then I met Andrew Poudois in the Institute for Excellence in Writing. The Teaching Writing Structure and Style course was a course that I took and it was like an epiphany. This is so easy. Now I get it. IEW just opened some things up to him. Gave him some organization and helped him to start liking it. By the time he got to the end of level B, he was quite loving it. It's not something I have to fight him on anymore. I was lucky enough to have a lot of friends that have done IEW. They were like, yeah, you need to do IEW, that's the best. And it totally revolutionized the way we write. Completely changed my writing ability, and I wish I'd had it in college. This would have made writing so much easier. It's like a cakewalk, it's amazing, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> The main thing that I learned that probably helps me the most with my writing is probably how to make an outline. It's easy, because you can plan what to do first. It's a lot more fun. My son adores Andrew. He says, broccoli, 49 cents a pound. <laughs> I love Mr. Boudoir. He's really funny, and he's really good at teaching. So of course the fox is like, I see the food. <laughs> yeah, he's fun to learn from, and it's not just for my kids to learn from him, it's also for me, because I'm not like, you know, falling asleep. But we have tried a couple of other writing programs which still made it too difficult for them to really understand and feel comfortable with writing. IAW has totally changed that. There's no guessing, no trying to figure anything out on your own. It's uh, made my life so much easier. 
with all three kids. It gives you exactly what to do <laughs> and when, and it lays it out very clearly. So you just follow these units, follow these steps, and guides you the whole way. Just watch the video and let Andrew Pudewell do all the work. Go for it. Uh, you will not look back and regret the experience at all. I mean, it's so worth it. Don't hesitate. Do it. It works. I know it works. So why not give it a try? So I would say thank you to all of you, but it doesn't really make sense for me to say thank you to all of you from all of us because we are us. <laughs> Every one of you is here is here because you're part of what IEW is. And I might have missed a name here or there, but that's a list of almost everyone who's been part of what we've done in 25 years. Many have come and left, a few are deceased, but God bless us, everyone. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Or just visit us each week at IEW.com slash podcast. Until then, on behalf of Andrew Pudua and the team at IEW, I thank you for allowing us to partner with you on your journey toward better listening, speaking, reading, writing, and thinking.